Did you know that nobody pays you for what you know, they pay you for what you do? Taking action is fundamental to building your business and learning to do it well unlocks the power to create massive impact and feel lit up every day. I'm Jo Ingram and here's where we go all out for getting the courage and conviction to follow our true purpose and join the tribe of action takers making it happen. Do you ever ask yourself, who am I to do this? Or am I really good enough? People will find out I'm a fraud and no one will take me seriously. Well, my friend, if that's cropping up for you, it's all about imposter syndrome. And I hear you because I feel it all the time. And I don't really know too many people that don't. But when you're a new entrepreneur and you're starting out, it can absolutely cripple you if you don't get to grips with it sooner rather than later. So what is imposter syndrome anyway? Well, it's when we doubt that we've got the skills or the talent or maybe the accomplishments to do what we want to do. It's like, you know, when you feel that you're a fraud and that you're going to be exposed or shamed. I mean, isn't it true that I think almost all of the things that we do as humans are trying to avoid feeling shame? And imagine, imagine going out there with, um, with your beautiful sparkling bit of content or a program or a course and people think that you're not worthy of giving that, the shame that you would feel. But realistically, that's not something that's likely to happen very often, and especially not to you. If you're listening to this, then you're doing probably all the things that you need to do to be a successful entrepreneur. And the likelihood of that shame really happening is small, but it doesn't stop us feeling terrified and feeling like an imposter. And it's come up for me so frequently, and I always have to tackle it, which is why I'm really excited to do an episode, especially about it today. Um, And think about some of the things that we can do to overcome it. Because really, so much about being successful is just recognising the things that are holding us back and finding ways to overcome them. You know, it's feel, feel the fear and do it anyway, which is something that I embrace and I've had to do so many times. And imposter syndrome comes up way more frequently for women than for men. Um, You know, that feeling, who am I to do this? It's just something that seems to have been born of this gender inequality in the workplace. And when I say it's for for women more than men, I am generalising. I don't believe it's for all individuals. But there's been enough research that shows that women have developed a sense of not wanting to put themselves forward in the workplace. And potentially, as, as we move into an entrepreneurial space, it can hold us back because it could be really deeply ingrained that you don't want to put yourself forward. Um, and how does that show up? So it can show up with um, overcompensating with perfectionism, for example. Um, do you feel that you need to create everything perfect before you can really put it out there and it's slowing you down? Because if it's not perfect, then people will think that you don't really know what you're talking about. They won't rate you. They won't think that you're a real expert in your niche. Or maybe it shows up as analysis paralysis or over-preparation. You know what that's like where you drop into so much work and research that you're almost never ready to put it out there. This idea that, oh, well, maybe I just need to do one more thing. I need to learn something else. I need to add something extra. Um, I've really, really learned now that you could go at 80%. Never, ever need to go at 100%. If you get to 100%, you've overworked it. Or what about playing small? Playing small, that's where you keep a low profile. So, you know, instead of moving into your power and levelling up and really bringing the best of what you have, you just keep small because you think you're an imposter. You think that you'll get found out. 
Or maybe you're withholding talent, you know, like you're not going to give your opinion for fear of being found out. That could show up, say, in groups or forums where you're reading other people's stuff and you're like, I know better than that. I've definitely got an opinion. I can help. And yet you don't post. You're not saying what you know that you have the expertise in because you're scared that people will think you're the view and an imposter. Or maybe you're not finishing really important projects for the same reason. And it all boils down to feeling like I just can't do it. I'm not good enough. You know that feeling where you feel really worried and you don't feel lit up and actually you feel actually scared to be seen because you might get judged. This came up for me absolutely enormously when I first started my business and I'd come out of a corporate job I'd been in for 20 years. Not that particular job, but certainly in that industry. And I'd climbed the ladder and I worked for an an advertising media agency in London and uh, 20 years I'd worked in this industry, literally starting out as a graduate for a company called Ogilvy & Mather, working my way up um, to a really senior position. And then when COVID hit at the beginning, I was made redundant, or I think you say laid off if you're in the US. But it was really frightening to be in that position. But I knew in my heart that this was what I wanted to do. What you're seeing me do now is what has been bubbling up within me for a very, very long time. But that didn't stop the imposter syndrome cropping up enormously. And really where I knew it had got me, really got me, was when it had been about four months in after I had pivoted and started doing the training and the learning and the experiences that would lead me into business coaching. And I thought, you know what, I really would like to start marketing and talking and and getting into LinkedIn. And yeah, I realised I hadn't even changed my LinkedIn profile for four months, literally hadn't touched it to reflect what I was doing now. And that's because I felt like people would judge me and they would see me say, I'm now a business success coach and say, well, who is she to do that? But really, it was me asking myself, who, who am I to do that? Because the truth is, those people weren't, you know, sitting there thinking about me. I'm sure they had their own things to be getting on with. And even if they were thinking about me and wondering, I would like to think that they were feeling supportive and maybe even intrigued. But that's how I got over it. And when I, when I realised that that was what's holding me back, I really quickly changed my LinkedIn. And that enabled me not only to move forward with LinkedIn, but to move forward with my own self-confidence and my business. And I think that that one action really helped me live, level up how I was showing up in my business. So it's interesting, there can be little clues around as to how that imposter syndrome's sort of uh, showing up for you. But the important question is, what can we do about it? And there are lots and lots of ways that imposter syndrome can be approached. First one, and this is so important, is remember your story. Like, why are you the right person for this gig? Why are you the right person to help other people do what transformation is is in your gift to do? And really, I think so many times we don't respect our experiences and our journeys that have got us here. You're here for a reason. If you have it in your heart to teach what you want to teach, it's because you've experienced it. You've had the transformation yourself or perhaps you've helped others. You've probably gone through a really tough patch. I know that my story is littered with really, really difficult things, which, you know, in retrospect, I thank them all because it's those hard times that have brought me to a place where I feel I have something to say and something to give. So have a look at your stories and remember that that's what gives you the right to offer your help to others. 
Never really doubt yourself. And when you do, it's probably because you're dropping into comparing yourself with others. And I always think to myself, just don't compare your first chapter with somebody else's finished book. Their stuff could be absolutely brilliant, but they had to start somewhere too. And one of my tricks for that is always go back to their very first podcast episode or their very, very first post on Instagram. Find out what they said first. And it's always so joyful to see how far they've come and to know that that journey is ahead of us too. So just get out of your own way and stop worrying what other people are doing. Just take your next step and focus on how you can help your next client. The next one is to embrace failure. Just say goodbye to being perfect. My favourite type of action is messy action. I've already said it a couple of times in my short tenure as podcaster. And if you could enjoy learning and having fun, it's okay if something didn't hit the mark or, you know, you didn't really get a lot of response. It's okay if you hear crickets. Just don't worry about it because the alternative is imagining not doing your thing, you know, not having your successful business, going back to the nine to five. If that's imagine if that is unimaginable to you, as it certainly is to me, then you know that you have to embrace failure because you can't be successful unless you fail sometimes. And look for evidence. And you know it is out there. You know the way sometimes we just find evidence to support whatever we're thinking. So if we're thinking negative stuff about ourselves, it'll just seem like everything supports that. But the truth is, if you really start looking for the positive evidence that you are not an imposter and you do know what you're doing and you can help others, you're really, really going to find it. Um, When that happened for me, when I first pivoted into business coaching... I needed to build up a lot of evidence to get over that imposter syndrome. So I started doing a lot of free coaching sessions. I just offer my services. Whenever I saw somebody was in my niche and they needed help, I was there. I was like, I'll I'll jump on a call with you. Like, let me help. Let me see. And I found that I was helping. Not only that, I was getting really phenomenal testimonials. People were just telling me that I was doing great things for them and their business. And as this evidence mounted up, it made me believe it too. And I realised that I could do this. Not only could I, I, I am doing this. I am a business success coach. This is what I do for people. So lean in to helping people. If you're already being paid to do it, that's phenomenal. But don't be too proud to offer your services for free, to build up your confidence and understand exactly what transformation you can make for people and gather those testimonials and hear about their results. After you spoke with them, after you taught them, what did they go on to do? Not only is that great for your business to have those testimonials, but it will be great for your confidence. And sometimes the universe will gift you the evidence exactly when you need it. That happened for me when I was really worried that I wasn't going to be able to help corporate mums make the transition into becoming entrepreneurs. And literally, as I was, as I was fearing that really I was an imposter, there I got a message from uh, an old colleague from my old advertising days saying that she'd seen some of the work that I've been doing, some of my Instagram posts, and she would really love a chat with me. And when we jumped on the phone, she was saying such amazing things to me. She was saying that um, what I was posting about really resonated with her, that she, as um, a mum too, really felt that she wanted to consider having more meaning in her life in the future. And she was really inspired by what I was doing because what I was doing was relatable to her. 
And ultimately, it's about being two steps ahead. It's not necessarily being the finished article, but somebody that others can look to and say, I could achieve that. How has she done it? What are the steps that she's done? How can I learn from her? And when we're new, it's actually really beneficial because we can give more personal commitment and attention than the big players who might be serving thousands of people. So embrace the fact that you're only two steps ahead because it's actually a real positive for the tribe that needs you and they need your expertise to help them move forward. Also, I really love support systems. Lean on them when you're feeling imposter syndrome. It could be your friends or your family. Have them tell you why you're good at what you do. Also, find a business mentor or an accountability pod. Look around you and ask yourself, who is it that will build me up? (laughs) Give me the confidence when I'm not feeling it and borrow it from them for a while. Because that's okay. We all feel like we can't do it sometimes. So hearing from others that we really do have what it takes and we do know our stuff and we're not an imposter is going to go a long way to getting us over that hump. And finally, be realistic and make changes if they need to be made. You know the idea of dressing for the job. Now, I don't mean that literally because I am of the messy bun brigade, but I do think that you just need to walk the walk. So if you feel like an imposter because the truth is you're not doing what it is you're teaching others, now's the time to take a good look at yourself and say, you know what, I just need to level me up first and then I know that I'm going to level up for my business too. So be honest, if there's a little tweak that you need to make, now's a really, really good time to make it because you have got a special gift that only you can bring. And there are people out there that need your expertise, your tribe's waiting. And imposter syndrome, and this is a fact, it's never going to leave. Although I keep overcoming it, it keeps coming back. And I like to think that actually imposter syndrome is good if it shows up when you're levelling up, you know, when you're moving into a bigger sphere, when you're moving to the next level. If imposter syndrome is showing up because you're mixing with people who are now making you up your game, then that's good because it's keeping you on your toes. But just remember that it should never, ever stop you. And now's just the time to move on to be as confident as you can. So I hope you can shake off that imposter syndrome today and take that confident action. Have an action-filled day. Speak soon. Bye now. I hope you enjoyed listening to Action Taker Tribe today. If you did, please subscribe and leave a review and share it with anybody else that might find it useful on their journey to a successful entrepreneur. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, follow me on Instagram, I am Joe.ingram, or on my website, which is IamJoeIngram.com.